0: amazing, incredible, cozy babes. Welcome back to the Cozy Babes Club. I'm your host, Chloe Taylor. And this week, we are doing a little bit of a shorter episode. Like I said, I want to say a couple of weeks back, the next few episodes, or there may be some episodes this month that are just a little bit shorter than other weeks. And that is ultimately because I am working ferociously. I am in my working girl era. Okay. I feel like literally since the turn of 2021, mid-2021, I have not worked as hard as I am currently working since then. And I'm not really sure what happened. Like, I I mean, I kind of could take a pretty good guess, astrologically speaking, because y'all know I am that bitch that will blame everything on the stars and the planets. But um, just to play a little catch up in the beginning of the episode before we get into the main topic, I... My 10th house is in Virgo. Y'all know that about me. Uh, I talk about it all the time, relentlessly. But having my 10th house in Virgo, I went through the Mercury retrograde in my 10th house. And when I tell you, I think I cried for three weeks straight. Like, I felt so sad, so miserable. Like, I just about everything. I was not satisfied with my work. I felt passionless, purposeless. And... I also have my son in the sixth house, which is the house of Virgo. So like, I feel like I'm not built like other girls. Okay. I'm not trying to be a pick me. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be a pick Misha, but I'm not built like other people. Like I feel like other Taurus sons with Sagittarius rising placements get it that like, we want to be known for our work ethic. And because like most of us are mid heavens are also in Virgo it's like our work ethic is what drives us forward. And so if we feel like we lose touch with that, it's devastating. So literally, I feel like I cried for three weeks straight. <laughs> but ever since Mercury retrograde ended, I got like the tail end of Virgo season. I re- like when I tell you the day of the Virgo new moon. I feel like magic happened that day. Like it just Mercury retrograde ended. It was also a new moon in my career house literally since that day. I have been like I hit the I hit the ground running. And genuinely, I don't think I can remember a time in my life where I have been this busy. Like just to put it into perspective for you, y'all know I'm a podcaster. Some of you found me through the podcast, which is amazing, but I also my main job is a YouTuber like when if somebody were to ask I mean technically I tell people I'm in social media marketing because I have learned the hard way that everybody when they learn that you like have a desired skill set I mean maybe that's because I've just like been around really manipulative people and that says a lot like who is the company that I'm keeping and I need to be careful with that I do have good friends don't get me wrong people that don't do that but I think it's really sad that when it comes to a career like mine, when people catch wind of that, not everybody, there are a lot of people that don't want anything from me, but I have had a lot of experiences where it immediately becomes, what can I get from you? How can you further my career? And I hate that. I just want to make authentic friendships and not be used for what I do. So that's like another episode for another time entirely, but I, anyways, I do feel though, if I had to give myself an official title, I am a YouTuber. That is my bottom bitch. That's what I do. Even if I do like courses and I have the podcast and I have my Patreon, I do all these other things too. But at the end of the day, if I were to give up everything but one, I would pick to keep YouTube. YouTube is the thing that I still feel called to be on that platform. I've been there for literally 13 years since 2010. I don't see myself leaving. I think I'm literally going to be like an old grandma in my 90s making videos. I'm not even kidding. So, um to put it into perspective from the YouTube side of things, how busy I've been. Been in my businesswoman era, okay? In a matter of a week, less than. I want to say it's been like 4 days. I am more than two weeks ahead of work. I have made, shot, and produced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight videos, four podcasts. Like, I'm on fire right now. And I feel like something that I have learned as well through this experience of not having a lot of fire under my ass. Feeling like I'm like grinding myself to the bone to work and not feeling purposeful or passionate I feel like from that experience, a lot of the problem was that I was just listening to the wrong people. I feel like I spent a lot of years just kind of spiraling in my mental health. And part of that was because I had the mental health crisis of 2021, which that was like a whole existential crisis. And we don't need to go down that road. There are plenty of podcast episodes where I covered it, like literally so many, uh, because that was such an event in my life that I remember who I was before that happened. And after like it split my life and half. But um, that obviously was time that I needed to sit and spiral and like uncover some shit and work on myself. But I feel like something that I have recently understood about this is I feel like I used to really judge myself for the way that I worked because other people would tell me that I worked too much. And, you know, you hear that thing of like, oh, you can't snuggle up with your career at night. Da, da 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 bitch, have you ever tried, and not you, bitch, loving bitch, okay, other people are bitches, not you, but have you ever tried doing something that you are so fueled and passionate about, and then been like, oh, you can't cuddle with that at night, you know what, I'd be sleeping so good, I will be sleeping so good, knowing that I did my best, and produced immaculate quality, like, my videos right now, even if y'all don't watch them, like, please do me a favor and just like take a little peek at what I've been producing on YouTube even if you don't subscribe like it's fine but I feel like the quality of my videos has gone through the fucking roof like I am so proud of the videos that I'm making right now and I just I do I feel like really lit up really activated the fact that it is 11 o'clock at night and I still want to sit here and record podcasts because I have so much energy like feels good and not in like a not in like a, and I feel like I need to say this because we talk a lot about mental health on the podcast, not in like a manic way either. Like I will sleep tonight. It's not. I just feel like I have a lot of energy because I'm just really happy with what I'm doing. And, uh, it just, it's felt really good. Like to the point that I'll like plan days off for myself. And then I'm like, yo, I just really want to work. Like, I just really want to work. I just really want to do my job. So it's been a really good time. I'm really ahead of schedule right now. I'm honestly, I do have a goal in mind. And I think that's what's like driving me. I really want to get to a place where I am actually about three weeks ahead of schedule. And then I feel like I'm going to take a look at my schedule week by week and just produce like a week's worth of content per week instead of... Like doing all this extra stuff to try to get ahead because something that I also realized about myself recently, and maybe you can relate to, especially if you do work for yourself or maybe you like have a little more control over what you do work on. uh, I have realized that something that feeds the generalized anxiety that I sometimes experience is when I feel like I'm down to the wire, when I feel like I'm down to the wire, when I know I want to put a video out or a podcast out or something of that regard, and I'm down to the wire, and it's due out the next day if I'm going by my own schedule. And I can't stand that feeling. I hate that feeling. It makes me feel anxious. It makes me like judge myself. I'll start to tear myself apart. And I've tried Every way till Sunday to meditate on that, journal on that, try to change myself, concept around that. And I've basically just come to the conclusion after many years of trying to like get myself to change that, no, actually, I feel better when I spend like two and a half weeks working really hard. Basically, it comes back to that. I love being high maintenance so I can be low maintenance. Like I would rather take the time, work really, really hard when I have the energy and then basically let myself work less hours over time, but I'm ahead of schedule now. Does that make sense? Anyways, I spent like 10 minutes talking to you about my working girl era. But the thing I want to talk to you about today is I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, and I maybe have. So this might be a refresher. But it's something that I just feel like everybody needs to hear. And it's something that I don't hear other people talking about. And genuinely I'm not saying I'm the first person to ever have this idea it might be out there somewhere and I'm just not aware so credit to whoever if somebody else is talking about it but and like please spread the word spread the good word on what I'm about to, the wisdom I'm about to drop on you I need you to go forth and spread the word okay um purpose your life purpose okay there is this obsession with finding your life purpose. And I get it. I've been there myself. I, I was literally just telling you I didn't feel purposeful. And that was really fucking me up in Virgo season. I was feeling awful about that. But it's not even the purpose that gets you feeling upset. Okay, when you feel like you don't have it or you're not driven towards something. The people I want to talk to today, and maybe you know someone like this if it's not you, are people that are always in search of purpose. Of their purpose purpose. Okay, we've heard this before, right? We've heard, you know, there really is no purpose. It's just to live. And how do you define life? And what is the meaning of life? Yada, yada, yada. Something that I don't hear people say, when people ask about like, their life purpose, especially as a tarot card reader, okay, I get this question a lot. And this question irritates the shit out of me. Because most people are living with the ideology that your life purpose is just one thing and you fulfill that in your lifetime. But here's the thing. We don't live in a world now where if you wanted to be in plays, you don't have to go on foot village to village acting for people. If you wanted to produce music, You don't have to go from village to village and sing for people and play music for people to get the word out. You don't have to write even letters if you don't want to. We don't live in a world where if you want to be the best calligraphy artist, you don't have to go and prove yourself slowly. And what I mean by that is we live in such a blessed timeline with the technology and the resources that we have. That there's no way you're going to have one life purpose. We are in the age of information. You could want for 15 years to study lions, but because you have such access, because you have the power of the internet, because you have such access to everybody's information about lions, I promise you, that's going to be like a chunk of your life. You probably will not dedicate your life's work to lions. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I do think there are anomalies out there. I do think there are some people that really will dedicate their entire life to one thing. But the reality of that is we just don't live in a time where that is the reality. The reality is we live in a time period where we are so blessed, we are able to live out multiple purposes, because we have more access than our ancestors had. And that's just something that I feel like people are not talking about. I don't know why this is not common knowledge. I don't know why I don't hear anybody else talking about it, but it is highly unlikely that you will have one purpose for your entire life, because you are able to spread so much faster, so much easier with the power of social media and the internet. Even if you wanted to make music, maybe you make music for 10 years or five years. Maybe it really blows up and takes off. But in five years, you're like, you know what? This was so awesome. I got to be a rock star for five years. I'm kind of ready to live a quiet life now. And, you know, keep bees. I don't know. Like, it's, you know, there are so many other options out there for you. Maybe you're really into the healing arts right now. Okay, and that serves you so well. You take it as far as you can take it with all the information that you get to obtain in this lifetime. And then one day you wake up and you're like, you know... I feel like I'm done with this one. I'm really interested in stained glass. I want to learn about stained glass. So you get on the internet and you search up stained glass. You don't have to travel with a fucking hand cart and a sack and go to the other side of the country to study stained glass. Somebody's already made a video on it. Somebody's already made multiple courses on it. You can get those at the click of a button. Like that's what I'm saying. Your life purpose, it is highly unlikely that you're going to be committed to one thing for your entire life. We live in a world where that is just not necessary anymore. Because that also brings me to the point of like, when you fulfill your life purpose, it is so important. Your life purpose is. I think we need to start putting an S on the end of it, first of all. But when you are living in your purpose, number one, you should expect that it will change because you grow and evolve as a person over time. But number two. Number two, this is why it's so unfucking like it's so fucking important. Not unfucking, but fucking important that you do what lights you up in this lifetime. Because I always give the example of like a doctor, okay, a heart surgeon, a brain surgeon, okay. If you were somebody that had a terminal or like, not terminal, don't go that dark, Chloe. You need brain surgery. Okay, let's say you need brain surgery. If you need brain surgery, would you rather see a doctor that they are so excited to be a brain surgeon? They can't wait to fucking wake up in the morning, have their cup of coffee, and learn more about the mind and the human brain. Or would you rather... See a doctor that went to medical school because their parents told them to, and they're miserable. They hate their job. They hate working with brains, but they know it pays the bills. So they do it anyways. This is why it's so fucking important that when it comes to what lights you up, that is your life purpose. And it's okay if it changes. Do the thing that lights you up. Do the thing that lights you up because people in this world need what lights you up. You standing in your power is what is going to support the collective and support you because you're going to feel better too, standing in your power. So... Those are like two things about the purpose that I feel like we don't talk about enough. I feel like the second one that I just mentioned, I feel like a lot of people cover that, why it's so important to do what lights you up and don't fall into the trap of like what people expect of you or what you quote unquote should do or what you were conditioned to believe that you should do or that you shouldn't change for whatever reason. You always want to be giving the energy of what lights you up and this is... This is why it's also okay to shift and change. It's why it's okay to have multiple purposes because to give you a great example of this with my own life, uh, when I did gaming for seven years, okay, I was in the gaming industry. I hit the tippy tippy top of the top. Okay. I not only did I hit the over a hundred K subscribers on YouTube milestone back when I feel like that was harder. I mean, I feel like it could still be considered difficult, but I don't know. Maybe I just have a different belief because I've done it almost twice now. But um, that's not the point. The point is, I feel like there were less people back then. Not only did I hit that, I got flown to London on with Electronic Arts. I got flown to San Francisco with Electronic Arts. I got to test out The Sims 4 expansion packs before they came out because I was like in cahoots with gaming companies. I was so popular that gaming companies wanted me looking at their stuff. And like that's that's the like I was doing what lit me up and it showed I was given more opportunity things worked better for me and then insert fucking 2017 going through my first major spiritual awakening This shit did not light me up anymore and I was miserable and I hated it and it showed my channel literally plummeted. I went from getting like something sometimes up to like 30, 40,000 views a video if not more like I have multiple videos on that original channel that have over a million views and I went from like that to getting I was like lucky to break a thousand views after a seven year really successful run and That was devastating, but it wasn't the thing that was lighting me up anymore anyways. It was important that I leave that behind, even though I spent all this time and all this energy and all this money on equipment and all this time learning how to hone my craft and do things so perfectly that like I had the fucking winning formula at one point in time, but it just wasn't lighting me up anymore. And yes, it was a really hard decision to walk away from that. It took me honestly, two, almost three years to fully walk away and say, okay, I'm not doing this anymore and move into something else. But I started doing what lit me up. I started streaming spirituality content. I started making spirituality content. I started making recipe videos because I used to do that a lot. Uh, I kept like throwing things out into the void and being like, okay, these are the things that I love. I'm just going to keep doing this until something works. And it took one video. It took one video that got like almost 400,000 views that literally made the rest of my career. And though it took one video, it took also having a backstock of binge-worthy content that people were then ready to receive. So uh, I could go on and on and on about like career-related things. And I honestly feel like there's a lot of stuff in... I feel like I'm a seasoned YouTuber. I feel like there's so many things that I love talking about and sharing. Like, I would love to mentor other YouTubers. I feel like I would actually be good at that brand handling and mentoring. But I also feel like I don't have time for that. (laughs) I don't have time for that. And I just don't think I could do it like not casually. So anyways, all of this to say, I give you that example of my own life because it was something that... I had a purpose. I was really living it. I was living it, breathing it, fulfilling it. It was a good time. Good things happened for me. And then it became no longer my purpose. It became something that I started to resent and resist. And then that pushed me into my next purpose. And right now, I am fulfilling my purpose. I can tell you that. Like, I know because I can tell how I feel. I know how I feel. And even though I went through that three-week period of feeling real fucked up about work, I feel like that period was necessary, even though I was in tears every day for three weeks straight, I would ask myself every day, do I still want to do this? Does this still light me up? Does this still bring me joy? Am I still fulfilling my purpose? And if the answer is no, because I'd already been through it once, I was prepared to pack the bags and do something else if I needed to, but the ultimate answer was that I still had a purpose here to keep doing that, to keep podcasting, to keep making videos, to keep doing tarot related content, to keep making things. And I just feel like all of this to say, I just really want you to believe that it's possible for you to connect with a purpose, but also not pressure yourself so damn hard. Don't pressure yourself so hard, especially, Especially if you're young. Oh my gosh. If you're in your 20s and you're listening to this podcast, you are not supposed to have it all figured out right now. And I'm not trying to talk down to you because I've been in my 20s before. And I hated when people would say shit like that to me, but it's the truth. Your focus is to just try everything. You're not meant to just niche down and put yourself in a box. Try everything. Explore everything. And shit, even in your 30s, I feel like that's fine. I feel like at any age, that's fine. But the point is, you're not meant to put yourself in a little box. And you probably will have more than one purpose in your lifetime. And it's okay if you don't know what your purpose is right now. Maybe you're not supposed to, maybe you're just supposed to be enjoying life and seeing what lights you up. And I promise you, if you do that, you will be led there. You will be led to what that thing is that you're meant to be doing, but the focus needs to be your joy. And that's all I wanted to say. I just literally wanted to rant for like 25 minutes about life purposes. <laughs> so I hope this video or this video, oh my gosh, I've been doing so much video content that I'm literally calling my podcast videos right now, but I hope this podcast helped you. And if it wasn't for you and you feel like you have a really good grasp on this, but you know, somebody that is struggling in this way, please send them this podcast, send them this podcast, tell them, listen, I know that you're struggling with your life purpose, but this is the information that you need. Okay. And, uh, thank you so much for tuning in cozy, babe. I love you so much. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and a happy Monday. And don't forget to stay cozy. Bye.